Hey, yo. Who's in the house? Dies in your house. Ooh, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? Jay Forks here. We are back here on Spotify every weekend. It's not every weekend. It's on weekends. All you can do is search for Dies in Your House on Spotify. Or if you have your iPhone handy, there's the Apple Podcast app. And that contains... A brand new episode of Dies in Your House every time one goes live. Or if you're working on your mixtape, and you're not sure, like you got some writer's block, you're not sure a way to go with the next bar, go to soundcloud.com slash dies in your house. Take a listen to the latest and greatest. Every week it's a brand new episode of Dies in Your House. You might be asking yourself, Jay, I know you in real life, but I don't know what this is. Like I tuned in because I want to support my friends. But you're sounding crazy, and I don't know what that is. Well, let me explain it to you. Since 2013, I've had a podcast. I'm a silly person. Since 2016, it's been end times. And what we do in those end times is we stress voting and voting Democrat down the line to save our nation. Now, if we all agree to vote Democrat, just like we did in 2020 when we won an election then this podcast can start being fun things again. And when I say fun things, I don't actually know what the fun things are, but I know that the topic today is not around politics, the main topic. So there's that. I'm actually going to tie it into two other episodes of this podcast, which dropped earlier this year. But more importantly, what is the word, peeps? What goes on? What's the vibes? You know what I'm saying? What's the vibes? How you feeling? I'm back out here. We'll address the elephant in the room first. Hey, Jay, you sound different. I'm trying out a new way to record the podcast. Um, it might end up without an intro. We're going to see how this goes. The test run of it. I like how my voice sounded. So we'll, we'll go with it. Um, but we fight fascism. That, that's what we do. And I'm not going to go to technology and ask about it because that's tiresome and, and redundant. But if we don't vote, we won't win. And we, we did it in 2016. We could do it again. Now, my, my notion is this, right? If you look at the 26, if you look at the, uh, not 26, I said 20, I meant, I meant 2020. We went out in 2020 and voted and we could do it again. Here's what I look at when I look at the electoral. And I'm not saying that anyone should chill out or calm down. Like, the GOP could hold debates, and then they could say, well, Trump is the frontrunner by 40 points, and he's not here. Listen, the media needs to stop, the media needs to stop covering Trump like he's a real candidate and not a real criminal. That guy's going to jail. And, alright. If you're telling me, Jay, there's no way that he's actually gonna see the inside of a jail cell. All right, but I think that we're looking at at least house arrest for Mar-a-Lago for the rest of his life. I think we're looking at that. We have to, right? It's crazy. But cover that's like when when news sites like ESPN, like when they still share freaking. 
like posts from Twitter or X, like, I don't, that's not a real thing anymore. Like, that thing is done. Like, and, and you could say, oh, gee, Threads isn't going to replace Twitter. Are you kidding? We're not looking for a replacement. It's a hellscape of far-right Nazis. I don't want an alternative. I, I just, I don't need to, and that's the problem. The whole problem, the whole reason why we got here is that people rely on social media for their news and not the news. And then when you turn on the news, the news is like, oh, let's pretend Trump is a real candidate because then people are going to watch and then I'm going to make more money. That's not what journalism is about. And I took journalism in college. I majored in it. Talked to Brian Cogan. Talked to Vincent Marino. Talked to Chris Anderson. These are professors who wrote books on journalism. Well, I don't know if it was on journalism. They wrote several books. These are people that worked in, in journalism, in the communication field. Wrote about the future. Look up a book called Here Comes Everybody. Look up that book and then read it. And then tell me that's not where we're on now. I read that in like 2009 or whatever. This is the one thing. Now listen, I love my job and all, but I don't like... I didn't go to school to learn about the craft. Do you know what I mean? Like, I actually went to college and majored in journalism. I did not take math classes. I didn't take history class. That's why I don't have a degree. Because they let me schedule fucking all classes I wanted which was fine for me at the moment. It's not fine for me not to have a little piece of paper, but who needs a piece of paper? It's wild. This is not how journalism is supposed to go. But alas, I digress. If, if you say, hey, Jay, listen, I'm going to vote Democrat, then we're done. Then we could just look good. So I believe that we're going to do that. That's my... That's what I think. But let me move on to the two things I wanted to talk about today. And they are connected. It's the podcast from March and it's the podcast from April. Okay, episodes dies in your house from March and the episode dies in your house from April. These tie together. So I got... So I did a a podcast about sports betting, and I was annoyed about how, like, all sports coverage has turned into, what's the line, what's the over-under, what's the line, what's the, who's gonna win, by how much, what's the wager, like, bro, I wanna watch T, I wanna watch sports to root for my teams, like, I'm not in, I don't have a parlay going, I don't have this, I don't have money to invest in the stock market, and I don't have money to waste um, betting on sports. Also, freaking, I'm too much of a fan where I'll bet on my team to win all the time and then cry about it. That's, that's what I do. So, that said, on Sunday, when I was at work, was I at work on Sunday? No, I wasn't. So, ooh, my, I blew my back out this week, pause, like, I don't know. I do it like twice a year. I moved in the wrong way and lower back crushed. So um, Sunday, I was in the fetal position all day. But Monday, I went... Did I go to work on Monday or was it Tuesday? 
I went to work on Tuesday. And I'm in the break room, and one of my coworkers walks in. She goes, oh, my God, sports, sports, sports. All I've been hearing all weekend is FanDuel and DraftKings and FanDuel and DraftKings. Can't help but agree. Let's talk about it. Women <clears throat> have put up with enough of our stuff, okay? Women gave us Sundays for football. Because we all have a favorite football team. And even if we don't have a favorite football team, we have a fantasy draft, fantasy league. Guys like football. Women have been very nice about it. And have basically given us Sundays. Right? So when I hear a female talk about all I hear about is sports, sports, sports. But it's not about sports, sports, sports. It's about bets, bets, bets. I can't help but agree. Women have put up with enough. If your team is on a bye week, take it a fucking lunch. You know what I mean? I don't understand it. Like they gave us football season. They let us watch sports. They're beautiful and we're not. Why do we keep doing this to women? Why do we keep... Making women fucking, like, second fiddle when they're... Who runs the world, you know? Girls. Like, it's crazy. And, I don't, and if your significant other is a little tiresome of you watching the NFL on Sunday, that's one thing. But, like, if all you're doing is trying to hit a parlay and that's every second of your Sunday, I'm standing with, I'm standing with women on this. That's crazy. And it goes into what I said. I don't want sports to become a betting thing. Listen, all right, I, that sounded like I'm in the, an alternative universe. I don't, I understand that there's betting on sports, right? But we have 17 ESPN channels, right? I don't need ESPN 1 to have the betting show on. You could have that on ESPN 3 or 4 or 5. Like, you don't need to constantly be talking about the line. Drives me nuts. It's like when the Jets were playing the, the Cowboys. And the biggest thing was is that, oh, the Jets, now the line has moved to nine. So Jets were nine point underdogs. Lost by, like, 20 points. <laughs> Speaking of the Jets. <laughs> So as you know, I'm a lifelong Jets fan. I re-listened to the podcast from April where I didn't want Aaron Rodgers. Because I had been at work making the prediction that Aaron Rodgers would tear his ACL in week two. And the Jets would be with Zach Wilson at quarterback anyway. Week two, I said. Fourth play into the season. Tears his ACL. And is gone. Now, Zach Wilson's a quarterback anyway. So I didn't want Aaron Rodgers. I was on my podcast 
saying I don't want Aaron Rodgers. I listed the reasons I don't want Aaron Rodgers. One of them being he's no spring chicken. I'm a little... I'm a little disappointed. I thought that I had made the prediction on the podcast, and that would have been great audio to play. I did not, in fact, make the prediction on the podcast, but I made it to people at work, whereas when I came back to work after that game, everyone was like, yo, like, do you got the lottery numbers? Because that was crazy. I don't want to get too in the weeds here on sports, but the Jets mortgaged their entire... Like, they made themselves look stupid, gave up a bunch of draft picks, ruined their starting quarterback by bringing in somebody else. Imagine if, I'm, if you're at your job, and they bring in somebody to do your job for like a year or two. They say, you're good, you're, you're going to learn from this person, even though you've been doing that job for two years already. They say, alright, we're going to bring in somebody else to take your place, but it's only going to be for two years, and then you're going you're gonna to be back. How would you feel? Wouldn't you feel like you were underperforming? I would. So they mortgaged the the quarterback that they drafted second two years ago, Zach Wilson. Now, I understand that Zach Wilson cannot play quarterback. I understand that. But even if there was a half a percent chance of him playing quarterback, of him being able to play quarterback in the league, you ruin that by bringing in Aaron Rodgers. Because you said to your team, listen, we're, we are not good enough at this position. And then he goes down, and now you, the head coach is like, well, Zach Wilson's that quarterback. He gets better every week. Don't stand up there and lie to me. I've been watching this team for too long, man. Are you joking? Zach Wilson gets better every week. Zach Wilson is terrible. And Aaron Rodgers in a wheelchair could play better than... Zach Wilson, but I get into the second part of why I didn't want why I didn't want Aaron Rodgers, and I said it. I said this guy goes on McAfee, he's smoking ayahuasca, and he's talking about fake news and and all that conspiracy theory shit. Thinks the Earth is flat, all that. He's like the Kyrie Irving of football, but people like him for some reason. <laughs> So, after the third game of the season, Joe Namath, if you're not a football fan, you, you still probably know who Joe Namath is. You know this name. Joe Namath, the greatest Jet quarterback in the history, took the Jets to the Super Bowl, one of the top five quarterback of all time. I, I used to have him number one, but, I mean, it's, you know, it depends on what you're... Joe Namath threw a lot of interceptions, but he was the first and only quarterback to bring the Jets to a Super Bowl back in 1969. So when he gets on the radio and he doesn't say, well, the team could do this, the team could do that, when he says, Zach Wilson cannot play quarterback in this league, he says, it's over. Get rid of him. Trade him. And Aaron Rodgers, the next day, I'm at work because I start at 12. Wait, do I start at 12? I was on a break or something because I, I did start at 12, but McAfee doesn't go on until 12. So I'm on a break. I'm making a coffee or something. 
and I see Rogers laying back in bed on McAfee. And listen, this is not a commentary on the Pat McAfee show. I actually think what they do over there is their own unique thing, and, and that's that's okay. I just, Rogers going on McAfee and talking conspiracy theories is crazy. So he goes on McAfee and he says, you know, we got to be better. We, like, bro, you're out for the year. What is this we stuff? <laughs> you're in California. You're not here. He says, we um, have to be better. And like the fans chirping. He's like, former players chirping. You're not helping the cause. You're not helping the cause. Let me tell you what's not helping the cause, Aaron Rodgers. Let me tell you what's not helping the cause. You tearing your ACL week four. Week four, I'm sorry. You tearing your ACL on play number four. Which, by the way, that's a play where the ball needs to be out in three seconds. And that's the reason why you're home all year. The only reason Aaron Rodgers didn't retire this year is because Tom Brady retired this year. And he didn't want to get... He didn't want to share Hall of Fame spotlight with with Tom Brady. Rodgers, you've been here 10 minutes. You don't tell Joe Namath to be quiet. Are you good? You might be some great quarterback. But Joe Willie Namath played for the Jets. And you played for the Green Bay Packers. You know what they call Green Bay? Title Town. Because all they do is win championships. And Aaron Rodgers, do you have more championships than Joe Willie Namath? No, you both have one. Only you played in Title Town with like Hall of Fame, like Hall of Fame caliber wide receivers. Joe Namath had one Hall of Fame wide receiver. Joe Namath played for the New York Jets. And Joe Namath and Aaron Rodgers have the same amount of Super Bowls. So Aaron, no, you don't, you're not, now if you want to come to the stadium and if you want to call some plays, that's fine. But I have a feeling that if Aaron Rodgers shows up on Sunday at MetLife Stadium, is that what we're playing, MetLife Stadium, I have a feeling that he's just going to be hanging out with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's mom, Travis Kelsey's mom. Speaking of that, I know they're playing the Jets this week, but they're going to crush the Jets. I love Travis Kelsey and and Taylor Swift. I love this little pairing. I'll tell you why. Liberal! That's the only... Seriously. Like, I saw Kelsey in a Pfizer and a Bud Light commercial in the same week. Let's fucking go! Like, bro, we're, we're liberals. We're voting Democrat. We're, we're supporting Joe Biden out here. So everyone can get mad. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of Taylor Swift. You're not sick of Taylor Swift. You're sick of the fact that your party is not going to win an election ever. Because you fucking sold your soul upstream to racist Nazis and fascists. That's why. You had an opportunity. Your last normal candidate, well, Mitt Romney, but your last normal candidate was John McCain. 
Maybe run a normal candidate. Maybe you'll win an election. Instead, you run a guy that's indicted 20-whatever times. It's, I'm sorry. 20-whatever times. It's 91 federal charges, okay? It's 91 federal charges. Out of here with that bull crap. I love Swift and Kelsey. They weren't holding hands. He was on his, he was on his, his pod, him and his brother have a podcast. And I, I guess he said like he wanted to give Taylor Swift a friendship bracelet. Come on, you don't think that's fucking cool? I think that's really cool. And Taylor Swift registering all those voters, that's awesome. I, I really do. I like it. I love it. And I don't care if like, oh, this is just like, if they end up at a Super Bowl ad together, I don't think that's the reason why they're hanging out now. You know what I'm saying? I think if that happens, then that happens. But, And I think that would be great marketing. And I would award the marketing team with, any, with awards for if that happened. But yeah, man. Moral of the story this week is gambling is legal. That doesn't mean ignore your significant other. That doesn't mean, like... Keep it the same. They already gave you football Sundays. Stay within that. Don't make your whole life about DraftKings and FanDuel. Because two things are going to happen. You're going to be broke because you don't know sports as much as you think you do. Also, you're going to be single because there are guys like me that don't have FanDuel and DraftKings who are more than ready to take your girl. You know what I'm saying? Treat her right. More of the more of the former than the latter. Just saying. Okay, there might be a bonus episode coming to you on Patreon because I have this weekend the New Jersey Cannabis Consumer Cannabis Expo at in Edison at the New Jersey Convention Center. So that's gonna be fun. And hopefully I have Things to report from that. And hopefully this episode sounds good enough for me to post. Till next week, wherever you do, you'll hide from me on social media, just do yourself a favor. We're voting Democrat. End of story. Jay Porks dies in your house exclusively. Wherever you thought you were hiding from me on the internet. Till next week, we outside. Late.